Are you an entrepreneur, small business owner, author, or artist? What makes you stand out? What makes your brand truly exciting? What's your difference? Welcome to the podcast that's designed to help you build your difference with your audience. Join us on this episode of the Build Your Difference podcast. Welcome to this episode of the Build Your Difference podcast. My name is Pierre Walters, and I'm joined with Courtney Hurst, PR expert here at Blue Artists. Now, this episode is all about popular reasons why we sometimes fail. And before we get any uh, any deeper into that topic, Courtney, how is your week? You know, I had a great week. I don't know about you, but uh, I've been hacking away at that New Year's goal. How, how, how have you been? That same thing, actually. Uh, it, it is. It's not easy. And I guess if if um, if if any of you are listening and, and and followed our last podcast and set some goals for yourself, you'll know in the first week it it's not easy. But I got to say, the advice that you shared, Courtney, in that last episode about taking an iterative approach that really helped. And I am, uh, I think, on my way to making a new habit with my New Year's goal, as opposed to just sort of, you know, something that's new and cold turkey, you know what I mean? Well, it goes both ways. More brains that bounce together, you know, they actually say creativity is a thought process rather than a gift. And so when you have multiple brains bouncing things together, I think that the creative process makes us all stronger. That's, that, that's, it's funny that you say that, because one, one of my favorite things to say when we're, yeah, when we're like in team meetings, um, Actually, actually, I might not say this often enough, but I, I, I should. And that is that all of us are smarter than, than any of us, you know, mm-hmm. than one of us, you know. So, very true. So uh, we're really lucky because this week we, we got our first uh, audience question uh, submitted via voicemail. And I'm really excited because this is like, what, our fourth episode and we're already getting some feedback. So, oh, that's great. Yeah. So, okay. So before we, uh, before we dive into uh, to, to, to this audience question, I just want to say if you're interested in uh, submitting a question or uh, contacting us and 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 uh, and sort of sharing a little about your your business or your goals or whatever our topic might be, and you want to reflect on that, it'd be really great to have your uh, to have your voice on the air through our podcast. And and the way we want you to do that, the way that we're going to encourage you to do that, is by uh, calling a special number. It's our office line, and just going and and going to voicemail and just leaving your voicemail for us. And what we're going to do is we're going to listen to those voicemails and we're going to. Uh, choose the ones that we want to play on air, and then we'll play them on air on the next episode. So uh, that's how uh, uh, this woman, Lisa Wassel, that's how she left us her voicemail. And the number to do that, just in case you are interested in uh, in doing that, and I'm pulling the number up right now, is 877-977-2023. And again, that's the number for us here at Blue Artists. And again, that's 877 977 2023. Okay, without any further ado, let's go ahead and listen to that uh, to that question. Hi, my name is Lisa Wassel, and my company is Actors Website Design. One of the most important things for actors to have is their own website. Having a strong online presence today is so important. I started this business because I saw the need for so many of our actors to have a website to showcase their talent. Casting directors and talent agents are always looking for new talent. Submitting your own personal website along with your headshot and resume gives them a much stronger sense of who you are and what you're capable of. It's a perfect place to show off your personality and allow others to get to know you. 
I truly love what I do and enjoy working closely with my clients to create a website that represents them and reflects their talents and personality. Another area I'm involved in is Actors Workshops. We're bringing one to Springfield next weekend. This workshop is two full days of hands-on training with celebrity acting coach Aaron Jackson. We'll be working on film audition technique, pilot season prep, scene and monologue study, improv, and much more. Not only will you get one-on-one training, but these workshops will also help you gain confidence, experience, and valuable knowledge as an actor. Our beginner and seasoned actors uh, get a chance to do scene work together. Not only do they learn a lot, but it's tons of fun. I hope you can join us for the workshop. The dates are January 18th and 19th in Springfield, Virginia. If you visit www.theaaronjackson.com, you can get you can learn more about these workshops and register online through our workshop page. Whether you're an actor or not, if you're interested in the website, you can visit www.actorswebsitedesign.org or contact me by email at lisa at theaaronjackson.com. I have a question for you. Why do so many entrepreneurs make New Year resolutions and fail to keep them? Man, that's fantastic. Thank you so much, Lisa, for that incredible uh, question, really for taking the time to tell us more about what you do and this incredible workshop that you have coming up. Uh, Courtney, um, you know a little bit about the entertainment industry from what I understand. Uh, How important is it for actors and uh, people that want to sort of develop their brands, take advantage of workshops like what Lisa's uh, like what Lisa's doing. You know, the field is always evolving and it rapidly changes so quickly that nobody actually stays ahead of the curve. You curve with the curve, so mm-hmm. to speak. I know that's a bit abstract, but at no point are you ever so far ahead that you're just keeping up a pace. We're all trying to gain ground in some area. And anything that we can do to glean resources or better equip ourselves or put minds together, you know, that creative process we were just talking about, really just gives us a bigger arsenal to run faster, fly farther. That's powerful. That's powerful. And Lisa, major kudos to you. Major kudos to uh, Mr. Aaron Jackson on this really fun workshop that I know you guys are uh, you guys are going to be providing for uh, actors throughout the Virginia area. And, and just in full disclosure, uh, last year Lisa and Aaron invited me to speak at that uh, convention, and they actually invited me again this year to speak. And uh, and just the dates weren't lining up and so I'm, I'm not able to be there this year but I mean they really run a, a fantastic workshop and if you're an actor and you're listening to this uh, and you're or even if you're not an actor and you and you want to learn more about becoming an actor I listen if you're near Virginia if you're anywhere near Virginia in fact if you're not near Virginia because last year we had people flying in from Texas and flying in from California so if you are interested in what's going on I'm going to encourage you to check out Lisa check out her website and uh, and really just get involved with this incredible thing that they've got going on. Now she did ask a question at the at the tail end of her of her voicemail there, and that question was, uh, "What are some of the popular reasons why we sometimes fail as far as our New Year's goals, our New Year's resolutions?" And I think that's a really apt question because we were sort of asking ourselves that same question at the end of our last episode, right, Courtney? Well, absolutely, and it's very important to know where the pitfalls are. Sometimes you can actually avoid them. And if you know that they exist, if you do fall into one, you're better equipped to crawl out of that hole, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious. Now, now, Courtney, you're our PR expert here at Blue Artists, and you are really responsible for working with 
all of our clients and helping them to build their brand through public relations and social media. And I'm curious, in, in, in all that you've all that you've done and all the companies that you've worked with and dealt with, what are some of the most what do you think are some of the most popular reasons why leaders and entrepreneurs and artists fail at keeping their New Year's goals or resolutions? You know, Yoda said it best. You just don't believe it. In your heart of hearts, if you don't believe that you can make your goal, that you're capable of something more, something different, it's not going to happen. Even Christianity um, embraces the concept of words equaling power or creative power. Our thoughts change things, literally, uh, very tangibly. And so inside of you, if you have not resolved, if you don't think you can, if somebody has convinced you of your station and you listen to them, you have no choice but to fall into the pit hole that you've dug for yourself. Mm, that is, that is, I, I want to piggyback off of that because uh, you just brought up Christianity. And I'm going to say Christianity is, uh, it, uh, it is one of the oldest brands <laughs> known to man, right? <laughs> not I mean, always in a good way. Not always in a good, that's right. And well, in religion in general, I mean, if you look at the, the different religions around the world, religion is, in many ways, it's a brand. It's a story, mm-hmm. and uh, and just like you said, you know, it, it a lot of the, the the sort of the the premise of of the story is this idea that you've got to believe in the in the uh, in 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 the intangible, I guess, so to speak. You know, you've got to well, have faith in what there is any evidence for. Am I am I onto something here? Well, well, you really are. There's there's this quote that I pulled it. It hit me over the head just because I feel like it's so true. Um, (laughs) Back up and let me tell you a little bit of a story. I played basketball for one year in high school. I was never very good at it, but I was was the post. Hmm. And during that one year, I got known as the garbage man. I was very good at it. (laughs) Whenever the ball went flying, I could grab it, steal it, and make a break for it to the other end. I could basically snatch up the garbage that was left by the other team and do something with it. Mm. And so in our lives, we often are not in control. We can plan for down the road, but we can't figure out what's going to hit us over the head on a September afternoon. Mm -hmm. And Steve Jobs said this, you have to trust in something, your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. This approach has never let me down and has made all the difference in my life. Again, you cannot connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. Mm. Wow. And so you're, you're right. There's got to be a roadmap. You've got to plan ahead. But there's so much garbage that comes our way that whatever it is that you're thinking about, that whether it's karma or your gut or destiny like Steve Jobs said or God, whatever your religion is, you actually have to believe that there's something that helps you pull together the garbage of life and build something with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I just happened to be listening to a TED Talk this morning, and uh, and I'm a big TED Talk fan. And I, in fact, I've got an app on my phone called I think it's called TED Talk Air. And nice. uh, yeah, oh man. And so it's just it's like your one stop shop for TED Talk. So anyway, this morning I was listening to. Uh, Amy Cuddy is her name, and she had a really fascinating talk about um, how your body language actually shapes who you are. Mm-hmm. And I think this is this is so interesting because it's kind of I mean what you're saying is uh, well what you introduced is this idea of of uh, of, of language and sort of you know believing it, choosing language choosing basically 
saying it and then making that a reality. And and what she's doing is she's sort of taking that a, a step even further by saying, okay, now that you've said it, now it's time to actually act it. And, and in fact, she has a, a, a very uh, she ends her talk by with, with this really great um, uh, uh, I guess I would say quote, and that is uh, "fake it till you become it." So a lot of people, you know, we fake it till we make it. That's the that's the idea. Fake it till you make it. Well, she says not till you make it because you don't want to make it and then feel like man. I don't really deserve to be here because I've just been faking it the whole time. She wants, She's saying, fake it till you become it. And that means if you've got some goals, if you've got a picture of yourself that, that you've, you know, you've, you've made, you've, you've placed on a piece of paper, you've written it down, you've said it, you've put it out into the universe, you have faith in the intangible, you, you believe this is where you're going to be or this is the goal that you can achieve, okay, great. Now you've got to... To, now you've got to fake it till you become it. You've got to start living that way until it becomes reality. I would go one step farther and just, mm. why fake it? You told me several years ago, and I, I know I always <laughs> mention this, you are what you choose to be the moment you decide to become. Mm. Personal branding, making your goals happen, your relationships with people, whatever it happens to be, it starts inside of me. And it doesn't just have to be me believing it, but if I actually believe it, I'm not going to have to fake it. I'm literally going to stand up taller. I am literally going to act differently on the inside of me. I believe it. Amy Cuddy, you were mentioning, also has a, um, a TED Talk on the power pose. Mm. And she was saying that our bodies are so connected with our, our minds mm. that in our minds, um, or rather, that when we, when we strike a power pose, whether it's a, uh, a Superman pose with your hand up in the air and another arm on your hip, or laying back in your chair, arms up above you, just kick back on your desk with your, with your legs up on the desk, or um, even just standing straight, both hands on your hip as if mom was angry at you. Whatever it happens to be that makes you feel powerful, stand like that for two minutes. And the research that they've done, according to her, is that your body produces more testosterone, which makes you more assertive, more deliberate, um, more confident, and it actually increases follow-through. So again, why even fake it? it? Faking it does help as shown by the power pose, just allowing yourself to take a stance for a few minutes and get your mind in the right place. But if your mind follows through, you're no longer faking it. You mm. literally feel it, know it, own it, and live it. That's, wow. I think, you know, you might as well just drop the mic and walk off stage. <laughs> I mean, that was... <laughs> That was good. You inspire me, dude. <laughs> I, in acting, we there's a we have a uh, there's a there's a I think there's a technique there's a technique in acting that's called uh, sense memory, and uh, it's 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 this idea that you you allow yourself to you allow yourself to make the moment real for you, and and so you're no longer just acting. If you if you get it, when when you, you you do what you got to do to get there, but when you get there, you're not acting anymore. It's real, and um and you know it, it, they train us in, in in acting to to work that way, but a lot of us don't take that same technique into our the rest of our life and into our business goals and our career goals, and I think it's so it's just so. App. So so anyway, I'm happy to know you are familiar with Amy Cuddy as well on uh, on TED Talk, and I think that's just so cool. Maybe we should have some more TED Talk discussions on this show. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm liking that. And you know, if our listeners want to hear more about it, they can always tweet us or write in and tell us what they want to hear more about as well. That's right. That's right. And 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 so again, just this idea that you know what, it's not it's not even about faking it anymore. It's just you are what you want to be when you decide that you're going to be it. And mm-hmm. uh, um, I mean, if we were to look at this practically, I mean, what and a goal that I think would be a sort of a a practical goal that most leaders are probably making this year is, is probably something to the effect of I want to achieve more or I want to top myself from last year or, or something, you know, along those lines. And, and as we discussed in our last show, that's, first of all, that's good because it's iterative. So it's built off of your strengths. It's built off of what you've already um uh, what you've already achieved, but but then what it's doing is it's saying, okay, now what's the next step in the path to getting where you want to be? What's the next step? Where where are you now? And what's the next step? And so instead, in whatever that next step is, instead of uh, looking at it and saying, okay, well, in this case, you know, for me, I guess I can speak for myself. Um, my next step, uh, I guess, uh, for for okay, so let me just use Blue Artist as an example. For Blue Artist, my uh, the goal that I've put out there to you, to, to the team, is uh, to, to promotion. That we got it, we got it, we got to kick up the promotion this year. So that's we had a big team discussion about this, and we we all contributed ideas, and we all you know, put a game plan in place. But that's our goal for the year: is promotion. We want to we want to promote the business, and we want to uh, to to spread the word about the incredible work that we're doing. And okay, so that's the goal. But what's the next step? Well, let me just give you an example. Uh, Recently, as I think, I think yesterday morning actually it was yesterday morning. Uh, Brittany put a post onto Facebook. And this is just a real practical exp- uh, step. So she put a post onto Facebook, and I, I went and I read that post, and I thought that was such a good post that I said, "Well, what's my goal this year? Okay, promotion. Well, what can I do to to make this, you know, post mean something?" So I, for the first time, I uh, I took my wallet out and I paid Facebook to boost that post. So that was my first step in you know as far as that's concerned in this direction. So I I made I made the step. I paid them. I boosted the I boosted the post, and within uh, fifteen minutes, um, uh, within fifteen minutes, we got over seventy new likes to our Facebook page. Now, nice. Yeah. Now, Courtney. Here's what's even more crazy because this is this is literally what you're talking about. Facebook, okay, 20 minutes later, Facebook then uh, emails me and says, "By the way, uh, we actually didn't boost your ad because uh, the, your ad didn't comply with our. Uh, they had some specifications, we didn't comply with it. Whoops. So, well, so so Brittany and I were saying, well, well, then where did those 70 new likes come from? It turns out at the same time that I paid to boost the ad, I also sent out invitations to about 100 people personally, just invitation, 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 invitation. I didn't think that was going to do anything. But that was just me, uh, I guess you could say, faking it till you make it. That, that was me saying, all right, promotion, promotion it is. So I was sending out invites. I paid the money to Facebook and I sent the invites out. Turns out the Facebook boost didn't do anything yet, but the invites did. Because you owned it. Because I didn't even, exactly. You can't fake sending out invites. You did it. Exactly. Exactly, and and to me that was it was a, it was a powerful moment because for years, and I'll be quite honest with you, 
I don't know if it's maybe years, but but I would say okay for the past year, um, I had I had been thinking, man, what are some ways we can increase the likes on our Facebook page? And would you believe it? And this is I not one time that I think simply sending invites to people would would do the trick. So my mind was not there last year, but this year it is because that's the goal. And I was thinking about the next step, just an easy thing that I could do to help me accomplish that goal. Huge, 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 huge turnaround. Okay, so, That's okay. Incredible. Yeah, That's now, incredible. That's incredible. I'm wondering, what else from your experience, what else are reasons why we fail? Ooh, ooh, yeah. Uh, well, um, you know, I would say, I, I think, I don't know if we covered fear. Did we cover fear at all? We didn't. I think it's it's actually the fear of success. It, there's a there's there's a fear. I know I'm guilty of it. There's a fear of what happens if you're if you actually do achieve what you set out to achieve. And I know I've encountered this with clients. Clients will walk in through the door. Their initial, you know, I'll say to them, "What is it you want? You know, what's your bottom line? What do you want from this relationship?" And they ha- they just paint this huge grand picture. And as we paint the picture, as they paint the picture to where they want, I'm working backwards to figure out, well, okay, how do we get there? And once we start to take the steps to get there, what's what's intriguing to me is the point at which uh, the client then begins to experience what I call self-sabotage, where suddenly mm-hmm. the dream isn't a dream anymore. Now it's actually real. So so if their dream in this case is to is to, you know, to uh, to engage with their audience, okay, which oftentimes that is the bottom line. Uh, as that as that becomes more and more real, suddenly the weight of needing to engage with thousands and thousands of people becomes more real, and and they feel, wait a second, that's I didn't know it was going to be that hard, or I didn't know it was going to be that much pressure, and they begin to sort of sabotage that success by backing out of it fear of maybe i'm actually maybe i actually won't can't handle all of this success you know um and and i've time and time again i've had to counsel with with a client or i've had to um you know just sit down and try to have a heart to heart and and sometimes i'm successful and sometimes i'm not but i try to have a heart to heart and explain you know it is scary because this is uncharted waters for you but, well, and more than mm-hmm. that, it, it's it's not always just in your head. We are surrounded by people who may or may not catch the vision that we have for the future for ourselves. And people, even loved ones who think that they know best and want good things for us, they might make recommendations that have you not take enough risks mm-hmm. or that would have you take too many risks. There's a certain fear element that can actually be instigated by the people around us, whether they're loved ones or the people we hang out with or coworkers at perhaps a day job if you're trying to start your own business at night mm-hmm. from your basement. Mm-hmm. And, well, Those- and, and, and wouldn't you say, I think nine times out of ten, that that type of feedback is uh, it, it's coming from a place of, it's coming from a place of, uh, dare I say it, some form of jealousy or fear that you just won't be successful and they don't want you to fall and they don't want you to hurt. I, I have, you know, I've seen, um, there, there's a quote somewhere that says, uh, people want you to be successful, just, just not more successful than them, mm-hmm. you know? And, and when you, if your dreams or goals in life 
require that you become more successful than your friends, by the way, which hopefully that should be a dream of everybody, okay? You, look, listen, your, your, your dream should not be to be, at, you know, to stay at the same level you are now. It should be to, to fly above. But anyway, um, uh, uh, those same friends, if they're true friends, they'll push. But, but many times they're afraid that you will be more successful than them. They'll try to keep you down. Well, that is one of the reasons that people fail is not associating with the right people. Mm -hmm. it, it, may, it may literally just be that you become like your friend group. And that is another reason why people fail. But that, that element of pulling people who are at the moment a tier or two above where you are in life and where you want to be, associating with them, being around them, you can't help but soak up part of what they're doing and become better for being around them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's... I think that's really the bottom line. It is about who you surround yourself with, and it's about saying, "All right, look, if I'm going to be, in my case, I can, I can, I can say this. If I'm going to be a, uh, a, if I'm going to run a serious business, I need to surround myself with serious business people. I, mm -hmm. I can't. I, I got to stop surrounding myself with hobbyists or, um, uh, you know, uh, part timers, so to speak. I got to. I need. I need to step up. You know, and. And, uh, and then when I do that, that becomes evident in the rest of my life and with people I associate with. And then the results become manifested in the business. I mean, it's, it's, it's not – okay. It's not rocket science. I mean, let's just be – it's not rocket science. It isn't rocket science. It's really, you know, you are who you want to be as, as soon as you decide to become it. And that means – taking the action steps that what you want to be requires of you. So anyway, to your point, um, fear, sabotage, uh, uh, the lack of support, those are some really uh, clear reasons why a lot of us do fail. And um, But, but, but I, I think we've got a good lay of the land. Oops, I hit my mic there. I think we've got a, a good lay of the land here. And I want to talk about, as we wrap up about what's one or two best practices that, that we can do to increase the success rate of our goals. So let's leave people on a positive note. You know what I mean? Let's let's leave them with you know one or two best practices. Now I know we did that last uh, episode, but let's do it again this episode with something new, something fresh. Um, Courtney, you start, and I'm going to think of something while you're while you're on the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. Like Bonnie and Clyde, the duo. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, um, there is a, a news source, the Frederick News Post, and they did a poll of their readership, and a third of the readers expressed that the reason they did not meet their goals was not having the correct resources. Hmm. I think that's incredible. Um, you were talking also last time about how often our goal is actually the symptom of success rather than success being our goal. So, for instance, when you were when you were in college or high school, you said that you wanted to be famous someday, and that was your goal by the time you were age 24 or 25. And last time you said that fame is a symptom of success, and you'd made the symptom the goal rather than actually making the success the goal. And so I, I think keeping the definition of our success in front of us is very important. And you and Brittany really blew me out of the water last week. You and your wife decided that you wanted to 
have an, an, a quantum leap in your finances, the way that you handle things on purpose, rather than being the garbage man like I so often am in life, and I pull the resources around me and make the best with it and build something from there. You decided to be intentional with your re- resources this year. You went out and got envelopes, put a, a chart together on your on your bedroom wall, so it's constantly in front of you. And here are a few of the things that I think you guys did correctly, and that we can continue doing as a team at Blue Artist and for our listeners at home as you build your own businesses and your music careers. One, express your goal in terms of specific events or behaviors. Be specific. It should be measurable. You should be able to know that you've been successful because... XYZ. Okay. So in your case, for instance, with you and Brittany, you knew you were successful because you could actually say that you met once a month, had a meeting with each other to specifically talk about budgetary issues. You were successful. That was your goal to meet Mm -hmm. and do it more purposefully. Assigned a timeline to your goal. And you and Brittany did that as well. You're going to meet on a certain day every month, meet and do it. Choose a goal that you can control. Often we like, like I said with that last reason that, uh, that people fail, that we don't have the correct resources to succeed, actually planning and choosing a goal that I can control, that I can influence, that is in with my sphere of uh, pixie dust. Mm-hmm. Your sphere <laughs> of influence. Your sphere of influence. Your sphere of influence, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're, you're setting yourself up to fail and you're putting your destiny in somebody else's hands. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Also, defining your goal in terms of steps. Last time we mentioned that of uh, the Olympic athletes, uh, they were asked how on earth they can only compete for the Olympics once every four years and still keep their drive and their focus. And this one athlete said that it's making the little goals, the, the achievements and baby achievements that keep them hungering and thirsting for that, that addictive success. But if they didn't make their short steps, they didn't see that success in the short term, there's no way they would make it four years between Olympic Games. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing I want to leave our listeners with is create accountability for your progress towards your goal. And you and Brittany also built that right in. The two of you are accountable to each other to meet once a month, beginning of the month, to do something, and then you can count the somethings that you did. Mm -hmm. Wow. That I think that was a, a super clear list. It's easy to follow and I think it, 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 if you just if you just do it, if you just follow those steps, you can't help but be successful. So I, I'm I'm kind of challenged with what do I add to that? And I guess <laughs> I, I I would say um, I would I would say believe in the big picture. Believe, follow these steps, and as you're doing that, believe in the big picture. The the way you your your end goal how you see yourself at the end of this journey believe in that and make that real through these steps but you know it kind of goes back to how we started this conversation and we talked about the, the some of the biggest and best brands in the history of humankind and that is religion uh and uh, i'm most familiar with christianity and in christianity belief faith in something intangible is paramount and uh uh and i would say take a little bit of that put that into your own life if you haven't already have faith in what's what's not reality yet have faith in that 
push towards that and believe um, that that you can achieve it. You know, you can achieve it. So, I mean, I guess that I don't. I mean, at the risk of sounding like a you know Kellogg's cornflakes commercial. Uh, <laughs> do they even make those anymore? I don't even know. Yes, I love that. <laughs> um, you know, just uh, uh, or or even a Wheaties box commercial with the athletes on the on the um, on the front of it. Um, but just just you you know you can do it, and if you don't have a supportive team around you that is pushing you and 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 forcing you really forcing you to be accountable, find one. Get a team of people, and, and I say a team because it's beyond friendship. It, it, it really is a team thing. It, like mm-hmm. what you were saying, as far as basketball is concerned, I mean, it, it's a team. You got to get a team around you that is, you know, elevating you to the next level. And and you can't be all things to all people. One person can't just be your support system. Yeah, exactly. Because that because that one person. You know, you got to take the good and you, and you got to realize that, you know, everyone's also different and, um, you know, we're all complex beings. And I think what we require to, in, in all of our moments of need and, and doubt and frustration is we, we require the support of more than just one person. Because what happens if you're, you're in a moment of doubt at the same time that somebody else is in a moment of doubt? Which is very likely to happen if that other person is the only other person that's there to support you. So, well, you know, the way I look at it mm-hmm. is that each of us has a gift we bring to the table. I learn something new from you every time I speak with you. And every time I call my mom on the phone, she brings a gift to the table. And my best friend out in LA, she brings a gift to the table. And they're all different. And we need each other's gifts. And we rob ourselves when we don't allow others to share their gifts with us and we're robbed when we don't get to share our gifts with others Hmm. powerful all right so i I think we i think we've got we've we've got um i think we've left you with some good stuff here listener (laughs) what what are we looking for next week i know we're trying to get in touch with our listeners to have them send questions to us what's the end question for this week absolutely well here's what i want you to do so if you're listening to this uh what i want you to do is i want you to be to, to begin your new year by thinking about a goal that you've set in the past that you've actually achieved. And, and I know there's one. So don't look into your, your vast uh, you know, uh, uh, attic of history and say you can't find a single goal that you've achieved. You have achieved something if you're living today. So look back, find a goal that you have achieved uh, in the not-too-distant past and use that as a springboard as a as a place to start as you build into the new year okay for me that is uh we 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 transitioned to a creative agency that was a goal of mine we accomplished that all right so now i'm going to move on to the next step courtney what might be something you achieved in the past that you're using as a springboard into the future i mean into the into the you know the this year as far as your goals hmm that I'm using for the next few years as goals. Wait, am I supposed to actually say it right now, or is this? Well, for I'm, next- I'm just giving examples. I want them to have an example on what to. Um, just give an um, example. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, uh, even a few years back, um, I, I'm a classically trained violinist, and I love sharing the gift of music with other people. And it was my dream to play a piece 
at a, a youth congress or youth rally, if you will. They bring in thirty five to 40,000 people and build basically a city up in Wisconsin every few years. And it was my dream to play this piece I'd worked five years for. Wow. Um, and, and I auditioned, and I didn't get in. Mm. And lo and behold, I ended up taking my violin anyway to, to the event I attended. And there was a last-minute person who wasn't available, got sick, and I was able to play for a group of 35,000 people. And wow. that high... That idea of, I wasn't even supposed to be there. I wasn't supposed to play. I'd worked five years on this goal, this really hard piece that was way out of my league. And that's something that I definitely take with me each year that passes. That idea of being able to work really, really hard and I'm not in charge. You were talking about having faith or there's being something out there that makes things happen. Something happened for me, and I didn't do anything to make that happen because I still got to play. Um, something else that, that touches me is that I was able to send something out into the universe that touched the lives for even a brief moment of 35,000 people. And each year I wonder how many lives can I touch through my music, through my work, through the creative process that I build with blue artists, and... Um, that that's what I'm looking at this year. Very cool. Wow, that was that was a fantastic example. All right, so so there you go. You've got some examples now. If you're listening to this, and I want you to look into your past and find something that you've that 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 you can use as a springboard. And and just keep in mind, keep this little thought in your head that if you if you if you don't have a team that's surrounding you with with positivity and really elevating you to the next leap to the next level, get one. Uh, it can be. Uh, it can be. If, if you're if you're a member of a church, it could be. Maybe there's a, a small business or entrepreneur uh, group or ministry at your church that you can become a part of. Uh, if you're in, if you live in a uh, sort of an active community, maybe there's a. A, a mastermind group happening in your uh, in your community that you can be a part of and just sort of be around that kind of energy and as a as a as a uh, as a as another option uh, that's what we specialize in here at blue artists is we we really want to provide our clients with that sense that we are your team and we are helping to push and elevate you so we're not just here to supply your creative needs but we want to help you to push and elevate your business goals and your and your brand goals and your and your uh, the vision you have for your business. We want to help you push that. So so we are an option as well. So anyway, uh, tune in every week. We, we do this podcast every week. And until next time, remember to continue to build your difference in the community, in the marketplace, and most importantly, for your brand. <laughs>